Hey Coconuts, welcome back to our Tuesday's weekly market updates. In this episode, it's all about Web 3.0. To kick things off, we do start though with Nvidia's earnings. Then we move on to the Roblox having a good invest today, Moonpay, a exchange getting a 3.4 billion valuation, and a Constitution DAO, a crypto bid to buy the US Constitution. TFC's weekly market update scours the net to find worthy financial news to be further discussed and expanded. It is a banter session with facts, figures, and fun to help you get caught up in the world of investing. So join in the banter live with me, Rakesh, your host, weekly Tuesdays at 8pm on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Hey, Coconuts, welcome back to Tuesday's weekly market updates. Rakesh here. Anthony here. And we are doing a Web3 special today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, not really. Um, it just so happens that the news this week is all about Web3. Well, well. Uh, in all fairness though, Anthony, we are starting with NVIDIA, right? Yeah. We are starting with NVIDIA's um, earnings. What, what else are we doing? Um, after that, we have Roblox, which is the beginning of the metaverse, if you believe some experts. That's a nice one. Um, and then, of course, we move into cryptocurrency with MoonPay and its 3.4 billion valuation. Right, and lastly, we'll have a bit of news about using crypto to buy the U.S. Constitution and how we can do that. Or they tried and they failed, but yes, spoiler alert. <laughs> Definitely, you know, it's it's a fun-filled activity, uh, fun-filled episode this week. So we can't wait for you uh, to listen in and listen to our conversation as well. Again, if you haven't followed us on, uh, you know, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, or Instagram, please go ahead and do so. Uh, we do have a comment section here in StreamYard, so please go ahead and, and put that in. Uh, we are we will be able to answer those questions right on the spot as well. Yeah, awesome, Anthony. Um, shall we? What shall we start off with? Let's start off with Nvidia. Let's start off with with the good old days. <laughs> yes, the, the the picks and shovels of the metaverse, right? And then we go into abstraction. Definitely, no, that's good. All right, so so can you tell us about Nvidia? Now, for sure. So wait, how do you say? It? Do you say Nvidia or say Nvidia? Nvidia. Nvidia. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know. I, we really need an English teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've been saying every it single Nvidia. week we, we have issues. With That's this. true. I mean, you call it Evergrande. I call it Evergrande. I mean, you know, <laughs> um, all good. Yeah, and so yeah, N- Nvidia, right? Or Nvidia, whichever way you want to call it, had Q3 earnings uh, this last week. Um, and, you know, I think as a crux, it's at its all time high, right? In terms of stock price, in terms of news, it's really bounced back from the good old COVID days, right? And I think just to, to paint a little bit of picture, right? The earnings went up, their revenue went up, um, and as well as what they are looking towards. Now, uh, I think with regards to NVIDIA, mm-hmm. um, I think one thing just for, for coconuts out there that are listening in, they create chips, right, Anthony? Yep. Yeah. I mean, the computer chips, not potato chips. But... <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> they create computer chips. Um, mainly stemming around a whole time, right? So GPUs is effectively what they create, graphics processor units, among among other chips, but these were these were good. 60% earnings uh, year over year. So that means compared from this year to last year. And they've attributed it to mm. a number of things. Number one, um, their GPU sales were through the roof, right? Um, and, and they were telling that, hey, you know what? Amazon, Facebook, all these big tech companies are the ones buying my, my product. Um, how cool is that, right? You effectively have cornered that market in Wait, that space. Where, 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 where do they where, did, they put the GPU in, in data centers, right? That, yes. that, at least that's what I read. Yeah. 
Correct. And apparently, I think the data centers have been growing or something. That sounds promising. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, look, um, we, we are creating more and more data. Um, I think we have created more data in the last two years than the previous 10, right? And so and the, with the shift to the cloud, data centers are going to be fantastic. More and more GPUs will be required. That's like, you know, demand right there, provided they can keep up with supply. Absolutely. Right? For, for the next for foreseeable future. That's a lot of data though. Hey, Anthony, what are you giving away? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's okay. We'll have um, crypto and they'll pay me for data. Right. So that's fine. <laughs> but that's a topic for later. Um, back to NVIDIA. What else have they been doing? Well, I mean, they, in all fairness, they've, they've been all over the place. So um, firstly, right, the, the main growth was due to this, right? Amazon, Facebook, really just growing, growing, growing. Mm-hmm. But they've also um, been selling to corporations, Right, their their chips, their their laptops. So okay. it's sort of like a byproduct, right? So as you know, um, we're all working from home uh, during this pandemic, and the corporations and the companies have been buying good laptops and top performance, what they call a professional visualization product, for their employees who work mm-hmm. at home. And this actually, obviously, stems okay. from Nvidia's uh, GPUs, and that also grew by seventy seven percent, at least in this one year, from Q three last Ooh. year to this year. Yeah, so that was that was that's pretty yes, good. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Um, okay, so so they have data centers, they data have centers. laptops. What else? They are just launching a new software known as an Omniverse mm-hmm. Enterprise. Now this is stemming towards the so, metaverse. so not a meta, but Omni. Yeah, <laughs> but it's for the metaverse, so, right? So they don't call it metaverse, right? No, they don't call it metaverse. <laughs> okay. Of course, I think I don't know okay, what so, it's copyrighted. So what, what does this Omniverse do? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. what, what this Omniverse Enterprise does is that they create visual characters or 3D worlds in the metaverse, right? So this is to complement that metaverse that obviously we're going to be talking about later. And this is a software to create things on that metaverse, whether it be a 3D render, 3D model, your own character, uh, a building, really anything like that. And they're looking to launch this. So this is sort of looking in the future. It's a new product that they're looking to launch. Um, yeah, I guess that's the kind of leveraging of, of their current strengths, right? They can build the GPUs well now and, and put it in various products. Um, and I guess it's a matter of using the chips to, to do renderings and, and to help, I guess, game developers and all that. that that's the, the value add, essentially, with, with their Omniverse. Definitely, definitely. And this is, again, looking, looking to that future, right? Um, but coming back to the earnings call yep. uh, as well, there's two other things that I want, I want to state here. Number one... They're self-driving. So they also have GPUs that go into self-driving cars, right? So that's also what they, there's mm-hmm. also these chips that they sell. However, it went down right, in terms of last year to this year, last quarter to mm-hmm. this quarter. But I think, you know, we've been talking a lot about the semiconductor crunch that, that has been happening and so on and so forth. And I think it's due to that more than anything else. However, they did mention that mm-hmm. has slowed down a little bit. Um, and last but not least, you use NVIDIA's or NVIDIA's uh, chips to mine cryptocurrency. Right, so if you see an an yeah. exponential mining, that, that's old news, man. Exactly, exactly. It is old news, but it still needs to be said that that did go up, right? Um, so people were mining more and more cryptocurrencies okay. as well. However, on the earnings call for Nvidia, they really just skimmed across it. They really focused more on, you know, sort of doubling down on this omniverse enterprise. They sort of doubling down on the hyperscale consumers and the customers like Amazon, Facebook, Google's, you name it. So those were the things that they focused on. Yeah, I think it makes sense, right? Um, I think ju- just on the mining bit, I think that there, there was a, a lot of talk over the last year or two about how you just couldn't get a certain 
model of NVIDIA graphics chips because the, the miners were just buying up all the supply and, and you know people who wanted to put them in computers to play computer games just couldn't get it, <laughs> right? So, and, and that was a supply side issue, <laughs> um, which, you know, but I think as, as cryptocurrency moves from, from proof of work to proof of stake, that, that kind of re- removes it a bit. So hopefully we'll be able to play games soon. Yeah, <laughs> on good graf- on good graphics on good cards. graphics cards. Well, you know, I have a Mac, so I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. So <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, we'll play FIFA. <laughs> yes, we'll play on the PlayStation. <laughs> but I mean, com- coming back to this, right? What is what is the takeaway for coconuts here, right? Um, I think my question to you, Anthony, is we've seen some good good news from Nvidia. It's also now at its all time high. I think it's mm-hmm. two hundred and thirty. I don't know if it touched three hundred. Don't have that on my screen right now. True. I think it was 330 actually. 330, there we go. But it's at its all-time high, right? Even, it was 330, Even yeah. pre-COVID, all of yeah. that. Now, what, what are your thoughts? Is this a good, is this a good buy point for, for coconuts out there, those trying to invest uh, in this space? Uh, look, I think medium term, three to five years, this is a $1 trillion company, right? It, it's the next one you know, provided. Yeah, it's this next one. It's going to happen, right? They, they are the leader in chips. We'll need more chips. Boom, problem solved. Easy thesis, right? Um, and and for one trillion, that's four hundred dollar, four hundred plus share price. So so there, there's still a bit of room to grow. Um, whether they do it in the next few months or two years later, we don't know. Um, I but look, it, it's run up. I, I we are recording this at twenty third November. Last night, the, the U.S. market kind of tanked. All the growth stocks. Tell me died, about it. Literally. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, no, my my population is C on rate. It's terrible, <laughs> right? But you know, I think that's, but but that that's you know, and and then you start thinking about downside protection, right? Do I, if I enter now and I just buy a share, what what happens next? Um, if it goes down thirty percent, do I have conviction to hold? So so you need to do your research. One that that's one. Um, this is not financial advice. Do your research. Um, two is you know you you can do funny things like you can buy cash secured puts and all of that just to kind of hedge push the price down a bit and get rewarded for waiting, right? Um, so, you know, if we want to talk about strategies like that, coconuts, please let us know. We can do a short primers in future. But yeah, I think, you know, disclosure, I placed a cash secure put expiring next month for 300 bucks, I think. For NVIDIA? And I got, a, and I got 10%? Yeah, for NVIDIA. So, so that's like 30k USD. <laughs> um, nice. But I got... A thousand in premium, so so that you know moves me moves moves my cost basis down if I get exercised, right? And and that's a bit of a security there, um, rather than just waiting and, and buying. I think. Got it. But yeah, how how would you play this? I know you're not no, you're not really an options guy. So no, so I'm not. Would you wait? <laughs> not really an options guy since I started to learn it. I had to, I learned it in uni, and I was like, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> um, me, it's it's really that question mark, right? And for me, it's always for that for that long term. Um, in terms of what is your time horizon? So if this is a six-month play, if this is a three-month play, if this is a quick buck, a quick buck I don't think it's a good idea, right? I see this as a hold and, and really long-term, right? And if that's the case, right, why, why NVIDIA? Because then your market also stretches into a few other things. For example, another really good long-term hold mm-hmm. is Apple. Another really good long-term hold is Amazon. A really good long-term hold could be Microsoft. Do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah, but those are thematically different, right? Because if you are looking at NVIDIA, you are, you are really looking at the growth of chips generally. You are agnostic as to whether it's in a Surface Pro or it's in an Apple or it's you know, in a data center. Yeah. It, it's the competition is between them and, and AMD. AMD Qualcomm as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Qualcomm yeah. is <laughs> far, far behind. Um, not, not, not in the conversation, come on. 
but yes, those those are the competitors. Yeah. So so you know, I, I think if you if you want the team of the metaverse and it's five years out, Nvidia Nvidia probably works um, more than Meta platforms. Sorry, Facebook now known as Meta <laughs> platforms, just because. The, you you want to be agnostic, right? You don't care who the winner is. You you want to sell the picks and shovels to the gold rush, right? I I, I like to think about it that way. You don't want a, a particular gold mine. You don't want to bet on a particular land having a lot of gold. You want to sell the the shovel to everybody who wants to mine for gold. Right. Right. That, that that's that's the energy I like to draw. So so yeah, I think Nvidia is fantastic. <laughs> Got it. I mean, I think that's fair. But at the same time, for me is. Right. What's your time frame? And is there other gains to be made? So I'm not even worried about a chip industry. I'm worried about opportunity cost. Right. So I think that's that's mm-hmm. that's the part that I'm thinking about. That said, though, if you are a big believer in metaverse and you're trying to go into metaverse or invest in stocks or crypto or whatever, this is definitely less less risky. Right. Is what I I would say. Because yes. like what you mentioned, you're not yeah. not right at the top here, not getting all the fame of of Meta and all of that thing but you have the, the grounds to grow that, right? So uh, I see it as a, as a stable Wh- Whoever investment. wins, you'll be there. Yes, exactly. Whoever wins, yeah, you'll be yeah. there, provided AMD doesn't do um, the exact same thing and, and outbeats NVIDIA, but I, I really don't see that happening. <laughs> Buy both. <laughs> <laughs> Buy both, not Qualcomm, you are settled. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see. Apple went up, so that's all <laughs> in terms of the okay. stuff. All right. Uh, come on. <laughs> That's, that's a different okay. topic. There's other moving things on. involved. Yes. <laughs> What's next for us, Anthony? So moving on, slightly less tangible um, Roblox, right? Um, they, they held their investor day. They had earnings two weeks ago. They held their investment day last week as well. Just in case you are like me and you are, you are in your 30s and you don't really play what 13-year-old plays anymore, um, Roblox is a computer game, right? But it's essentially a, a gaming platform where... People come in and create more games on the platform and you can play with your friends and all that. So I, I haven't played it, but reading about it, it, it really looks like a social network for teens, right? Mm. Um, more so than what we use on Instagram or, um, or, or TikTok. It's, it's a way for, for teens to socialize and play games with each other. So, so it's a game plus a platform plus a social network. Um, why we are talking about it is after earnings, they had decently good earnings. After investment day, Investor Day, they sold their, their vision of the metaverse. The, the stock price went up 40% in two days. Right? It, it, it's come down a bit since, right? thanks to the, the general market. But yeah, that, that's, that's the gist wow. of what Roblox has, what has happened at Roblox. Wow, interesting. So yes, so I mean, I've not heard much about this. I heard of the name, uh, mainly because I scroll Facebook and then you see like sort of <laughs> games and they're like, oh, powered by Roblox or played in Roblox or something like that. Uh, but you mentioned the, the target market here are teens and it's an online, online creation platform. Yeah, sorry. So, so they have been hot about teens. Uh, they have been hot with teens, um, which we wouldn't know because we, we are not in that demographic. But no. they are trying to, to target people like us, right? Um, mm. they, they are trying to get more developers um, on, on board. And, and why, you know, and I think that the fundamental reason why this has been seen or this is seen a bit as a metaverse place. You know, if, if we zoom out a bit, what the metaverse is, it's really a virtual world where people interact as if you know, they, they are in the real world, right? Yep. You kind of cut across physical boundaries and, and you, you interact. And that's exactly what Roblox is. You, you create an avatar, you, you go and do activities with your friends, you play different games developed by different people with your friends. That, that's the, the 
very basic idea of a metaverse. So you know they 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 launched a, a whole slew of things. They 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 have directional audio, directional video. Apparently, they can track if you if you enable certain features, they can track your face. So so when you talk um on your microphone mm-hmm. in the game, your your avatar face changes with you as well. Wow, very right? cool. And, and that's supposed to ID. yeah, and that's creating the the realism, right? Exactly. So uh, fantastic. Um, what what else have they been doing? Nice. They, they are bringing the they are merging the the real and the virtual. So mm, Nike is opening up a, a virtual store. Um, right. Yeah. So so um, they they are getting real world brands to to open up fake stores in in virtual land. Um, Nike is opening up an official store. You can buy Nike products for your avatars. <laughs> um, oh wow. Theoretically, sooner or later, you can buy real Nike products through the Roblox store. Um, but, but that's uh, a while and it ships down your the house. Line. So you can see their you know, e-commerce. Yeah, and it ships your house. Right? So, so e-commerce you know, shipping is it, there. Right? You, 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 you see the optionality here. Right? Mm. Um, you have your developers coming on. You have your e-shopping, you know, your, your commerce coming on. You have a social network. You, you see the flywheel building, right? Which is why it, it's so Absolutely. attractive. And to, to lock in that, um, that demographic, they are actually looking to partner with educational institutions. So they, they will go to schools and like, hey, you know, why don't you have your virtual classroom in school, in, in Roblox, right? It's really just a way to generate more and, and to have more people on their platform. So I'm like, oh, this is, this this is, is the beginning cool. of the metaverse, man. We are in the future. Definitely. <laughs> Very cool. It is, it is, it really feels like a metaverse, right? And if they're doing it with schools, it's very yeah. soon that they'll be doing it with corporations as well. Because as we all know, like everyone's sort of work from home and we still want to interact. So if they, if they can do it with schools, why not do it with, with corporations as well? And that could also get into the 30, 40 year olds. Yeah, but, but we have teams who are, who are also launching their new avatar 3D thing together with meta platforms now formerly known as Facebook. Sorry, that, I'm going to say that from now on um, just, just because meta is a com- confusing word. But, but yeah, you know, I, I think that's... You can see that the green shoots of all this coming, right? It, it's the beginning of, of more immersive communication. I mean, I don't know how much you want to see the face of a boss when you talk to him and, and see his displeasure when you give him work. But... Yeah, well, that that's that seems to be the way we are going. Well, I would firstly I would disable that face ID thing. Uh, so I don't want him to see my reaction <laughs> to whatever he or she wants to tell me. So <laughs> no, yeah, I, I I don't want him to to see my eyes like scrolling Facebook yeah, while no. I'm supposedly <laughs> listening to him talk. Or the amount of times I roll my eyes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. no, but I mean, I think this is this is really cool, right? It's it's effectively that early adopter. If we can even still call it that into into this metaverse until we really sort of understand what's going on. And you can definitely see this flywheel going. Like, it, because of the number of people on their platform, Nike has, like what you said, Nike is already happy to, to get started. And if Nike goes in, then we're clearly going to get other, other brands as well. And before you yeah. know it, right, for, for all you know, when, they, when you mentioned that you can buy the Nike store and it'll ship to your house, you can try it on on the avatar to see if it fits or something to that effect. Is that is that right? Yeah, I think that well, the the e commerce part will have to build up, right? Of course. Um, I think that there have been a lot of attempts at you know virtual shopping, but real sizing. Um, and and that that was an experiment in progress, so so that will continue. But yeah, I think you know it's it's interesting at, at least. Um, it's a good start. 
Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Do you think it's a buy? What 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 what's what's your takeaway from this? Yeah. So if we're coming down into this, and for coconuts listening as well, you mentioned the price went up forty percent. It was it in the last two weeks? Yes. Yeah, it was. It was. Last week, actually, I think it went up to 140. Oh, wow. If I'm not wrong. Yeah. Got it, got it. And then obviously yeah, it's dropped so, since. So it's, um, it's, it's, 100, it's 120 now. Yeah. 120. Last night, everything dropped, right? And of it course. dropped 10%. Yes. Got it. Yes. So I mean, at, at 120, and it was at 140, was what you said. Ooh. I, I think again, if it's a if it's a long term play and you can see this flywheel spinning, I think it's decent, right? Whether it's it's moving down to one hundred, I think if I take a look just six months ago, it was around a hundred. Now it's at one twenty. You're not really losing much. I do see a lot of expansion there, especially with the amount of people and utilization that is coming in. Well, if they can fix this e-commerce thing, if yep. they can fix this education thing, we get more users, more more time on that platform. I think it's a decent a decent one to look at if you haven't already into if you're not into the space. What are your thoughts here, Anthony? Too, yeah, too big for I, shoes or too? I think so. Um, I, I mean, look, I, I think it's it's interesting. It, it's expensive, right? Um, it, it's what forty price sales, even at the current price. But what what is it expensive now? <laughs> um, <laughs> we we keep talking about this, but it's okay. A correction's coming. I, I'm relative, I'm like seventy percent sure of it. Um, so. I mean, again, I'll wait, right? You take a starter position, you, you DCA slowly, right? There's no need to build a full position now. So, so yeah, buy a bit, hold it, see what, do more research, see how they develop. I mean, look, the metaverse will take years to come to fruition, right? There, there's no need to, to build it all in now and, and take all the risk now. You, you can buy a bit every few months and as long as they progress, right? And, and you track their progress and, and it's fun. Right. Maybe you should play the game before you buy it. I don't know. Mm. Right. I think it's always nice to try a product before you invest in it if you can. Right. So so yeah, I think potential, something definitely on my watch list. Um, but then that's like fifty different stocks. So yeah. <laughs> um, not 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 a very um big honor. So what you've added Nvidia to your to your stock list? Oh no, you already have a you have an option on that. Okay, that's good. Then I, I have I have an option on that. <laughs> then yeah. now you you're looking at Roblox. What's next? Moonpay? <laughs> yeah. Now Moonpay is private. Unfortunately, can't get there. But yes, we we are going to talk about Moonpay next. What, what's definitely, Moonpay? Definitely. So what, what's going on there? Moonpay, right? I think for for coconuts out here and just shifting across into this cryptocurrency space, uh, Moonpay is effectively sort of a, a wallet, right? Uh, or a exchange where you can go in and actually you can purchase cryptocurrency using MoonPay. Think of it like um, mm-hmm. PayPal, but for cryptocurrencies, right? At least that's the, that's the way when I was reading, it really felt like it. It really felt like a wallet. And um, one thing to note here is that they are valued at 3.4 billion in valuation. They just raised... 555 million in their financing round. Um, it's good also to note that it's their first ever finance round and they already raised 500 million, right? So that's that's really cool. So that's, that's Series A. You, I, wow. I really don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> it's 500 million for Series A is a lot of money. <laughs> it's, yeah, but they, they gave away what? 16, 17% of equity? That's, yeah. that's also a lot of equity. <laughs> True. Well, Series A from my experience is around 15 to 20% though. Or B or C, right? So okay, yeah. So from my experience, yep. that's the way that that um, right. I've been learning and and so on, and being in the in the startup space. 
So yes, right, you can call it that, but 500 million is, is quite a lot of money. Um, and I think it's, it's good to note, right, a couple of things that they are looking towards, right? MoonPay wants to make mm-hmm. crypto accessible to everybody. That's their vision. That's what they're aiming towards. And I, and I believe that's what they got the funding for, right? So and one thing to note here, if one takeaway you take away from MoonPay, it's this. They have made it so easy for you to buy cryptocurrencies that you can use Apple Pay, Google Pay, and your actual credit cards just to buy it. That's how simple it is for you to buy crypto. Yeah, what, what, what's the transaction cost there? Because I can do that on, on Binance and, and Gemini. You just charge me like, I, I think 5% um, of it to, to, to use my credit card to pay. So, mm. you know, I, I think that the difficulty here is cost. Um, and you know, I mean, if they can make it like a 1% even, that, that's cheap in the yeah. crypto world, right? But I mean, yeah, that, that's, that, that's something to consider, I think. Definitely, right? Um, so I think I have... I have the transaction cost. So you mentioned Binance was 5% for you. Moonpay is 4.5% for cards. Um, a little, a little, a little mm-hmm. less, clearly just to try and take market share. But they're actually 1% for bank, uh, yeah. bank transfers. So if you are to just transfer the money okay. across to them, it's 1%. Okay, okay. That, that's not too bad, actually. All right, so uh, how much is Binance for bank transfers? Um, it's, sorry, I... I I'm more familiar with Gemini, right? It's free to transfer in Sing dollars to Gemini. Yeah. Um, and if you buy on Active Trader, it's like 0.35%. So that's, but you can only buy Ethereum or, or Bitcoin. Um, if you do a pair swap, it's another 0.35. So, so probably 0.7. If you buy on the app, it's closer to two. So it, it, I think, and, and Coinbase has what, two or 3% margins on, on transaction fees um, globally. So I think, you know, 1% is, is okay. It's okay. It's not fantastic, but, you know, it's, it's definitely cheaper um, than, sure. than normal. And I think just, just to note here, MoonPay is late to the game, right? So obviously we've got Binance Gemini that I think started a bit earlier. MoonPay started this company in 2018. Right? So it's just, it's just three years old. Mm. They have 7 million customers as of now. Um, and... In okay. one year, they have gained 35x of their revenue. So currently, it's at 150 million, right? Uh, so, and according to them, mm-hmm. they, are, they have been profitable for at least two years, right? Of course, it's private. We don't know the books. That's what they're mentioning. Yeah, but I mean, look, you, you are an exchange. How can you not be profitable from day one? <laughs> Binance has like, uh, apparently last time Binance announced it, they had like two, 20, 200 million in free cash flow a quarter. Oh, wow. And that's a four-year-old company or five-year-old company, yep. right? Exchanges are ridiculously, um, crypto exchanges have huge spreads. They are ridiculously profitable. Turning back time, you don't even need to buy Bitcoin. You just set up an exchange, right? <laughs> and and, you, you and everybody be, wins, right? No matter whether you, you buy Bitcoin be, or Ethereum or Litecoin yeah. or Dogecoin. <laughs> yeah, you just win as long as there's, there's transactions. So, so yeah, it's, it's great. Um, I think, Moon, but yeah, I mean, is it, do you think this is a broader sign of something else or yeah. so, no, is it just, this is an exceptional company and it's a one-off? Yes. So, I mean, I think it's good to note, number one, they are a payment company, sort of an exchange, sort of a wallet. There are multiple wallets out there, but clearly mm-hmm. people do like using MoonPay and they probably have multiple wallets, right? So I don't know about you, but you know, I have multiple wallets as well. Yep. I haven't gone into crypto, but I have multiple wallets. <laughs> um, how, how does that even I work? don't even know how that works. I have money in those wallets, but I just haven't purchased crypto yet. <laughs> but anyways, <Come> <laughs> enough about my ridiculousness. <laughs> but 
but I think, in all fairness, I think this is a this is a bigger this is a bigger play. Right? I think it's a broader play about the the acceptance and accessibility of where crypto is going to go. I think one thing to note here is that almost you know other crypto exchanges are getting funded. This isn't the only one. It's not one in the blue. I think it's just where the money is going towards. For example, um, yep. Gemini got funded as well. Uh, Winklevoss Twins Virtual Currency as well got funded. Um, I think the not mistaken, uh, Ethereum's co-founder blockchain startup also got funded, like you started something else. So I think it's just the space, right? The space yeah. of cryptocurrency, uh, decentralization, whatever you want to call it, is definitely the space to be in and where the next phase of growth could be coming from. Where, where are you, yeah. What's your thinking here, Anthony? I, I think it, it's a hot market, definitely, right? Lots of capital um, going in, coming out, going in, but... Uh, I feel, and, and I, I, I have nothing to, to back this up except for a feeling that everybody's preparing for winter, right? It's, it's, it's your startups, you know, getting enough cash for the next four years. So if a crypto downturn hits, they don't need to raise funds. They don't need to have further dilution. They can survive it and, and they'll wait for the next round, right? Because um, I think the, the Bitcoin cycle has been relatively consistent four-year cycle so far. Yep. So, so it, it, to me, it, you know, if everybody's raising and everybody's raising at high valuations, it, it feels more as if they are, they are prepared, they are storing fat for winter, right? Um, and, and the hibernation more so than they are, you know, trying to profit off this. It, it's, it's a longer term play. And, and you, you can see it happen from, from 2018, right? I mean, the last downturn was really uh, 2017, 2018. Um, they did the same thing. Lots of people raised lots of money then. Um, and, and your new leaders this round, your, your Solanas, your Avalanche, you know, they, they all got started around 2017, 2018. You know, they, they all got started, they all got you know, decent equity injections and they, they built for two or three years. And as the market picked up, as crypto you know, got, got more and more hype, these expanded. Right. Um, I mean, I have a few of those, so so that's good for me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that that's that that's that's the way it is. You know, it's it's people just um, ho- holding cash, right? Um, which isn't necessarily. I mean, it doesn't say anything, but I I, I think we, we need to prepare for winter is coming. But rather, what what you <laughs> think is winter is near, and um, the White Walkers might come by and 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 effectively erode half the cryptocurrencies out there. And they, these guys, yeah, as far as much. you can, as far as you can see, I want to survive this, so I better stockpile, just in case. Hmm. Yes, I think that's a fair way to look at it. I mean, given the fact that not five minutes ago you said I think there's a correction coming in the actual stock market. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, everything's going down, man. I'm, I'm like seventy percent sure. <laughs> well, you know what? I I've seen those signs as well. Let's let's see how it pans out. Let's see how it pans out. But definitely, I think it's a good space. I think you have to be careful. I think there's a lot of hype with it, right? Because everything's getting funded. Obviously, there's a lot of news being made and people going, you know what? This is the new thing. This is time to invest, time to invest. But be wary of the hype is what I would say. Awesome. And um, I think on that front, you have something for us. Yes. Constitution DAO. What's that? Um, sorry, I, I, I was really excited about this. I, I am still really excited about it, even though they lost. Um, and, and there's a lot of trouble coming in, but I, I took my money as a donation, right? So, so I, I'm perfectly, I think I lost about 150 bucks. I, I kind of, I threw away 150 bucks. I, I might as well burn it and, and mint it as an NFT and bin a video of it as an NFT. But yeah, it was fun. So background, right? Very quickly. Um, 
there's this thing called a DAO, uh, a decentralized autonomous organization. Um, it's meant to be on a blockchain. You have voting or whatever, right? And what somebody did, um, or a lot of somebody's did, was to kind of say, oh, look, you know, there's a original version of the U.S. Constitution being put up for auction. Um, it's the, the, the U.S. Constitution is, is the founding document of, of our Repub- of the U.S. Republic. It's fantastic. Crypto is decentralized. We are for the people. We should buy this, right? They, they need to buy an original, a, a few hundred-year-old document and, and put it when it's up for auction. So they, they set up a DAO, raised funds, entered the auction, lost, right? right. But I think that, that's, that, that was the, the cool part about it. You know, they, they raised, what, 47 million US dollars in a week? Um, now, now we are dealing with the, the fallout because they lost, but it's, it's part of the attraction of crypto, right? It's so fast moving. It's so exciting. It's, it's a meme, you know, you, you buy it and you feel like you're part of an in-group. And, and I think that's really where it has all come about. And, and that's fantastic. Wow. Okay. And I must admit, because of this. Um, I set up a MetaMask wallet, so so I've onboarded into crypto and and starting into DeFi, but I, I've I've sat on it for like the last three months. Um, so so this is this has been something that has helped me so far. Oh, okay. So um, you said a bunch of words there that I didn't quite understand. So what did you set up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, I set up this thing called a MetaMask wallet. Okay. It's essentially a Chrome browser extension. You can transfer your your ETH. Your, your eater onto it and, and you can use it to, to swap for other tokens. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's a soft online wallet, essentially. Yeah. Okay. So with a click of a button, you can sort okay. of... Anything swap. else I need to explain? No, I think I, think I got it now. Um, yes. So just, just okay. to clarify then, with, with the touch of a or click of a button, you can swap from Ether to Bitcoin or, or effectively just sort of change it like that from one token to the next? Yes, pretty much. You, you can buy other things with ETH on on um, MetaMask, you can actually link it to OpenSea and buy NFTs and, and all of that. Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. And um, coming back to this Constitution DAO, that's 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 pretty interesting. I mean, where where we are going? Obviously, they they lost. Um, what was the winning bid? Actually, do we know? You said forty seven million was what they raised, so obviously they bid um, forty seven million. No, they they well they they had to set aside some costs for like transaction mm. and all that. So I think they bid forty two, and and the winning bid was forty three. The, the winner, um, just as a side note, is like is Ken Griffin. Um, he's the CEO of Citadel. You might have heard of him through the whole GameStop thing where he was the villain, and you know there there was um. apparently no collusion going on. So so yeah, that that evil guy has now also become an enemy of crypto, right? What a way to be a Bond villain. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, fair enough. So why, 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 why did they have to set up this constitution DAO? Why didn't they go do another thing like, um, you know, all these like, you know, start a Kickstarter or uh, even like a GoFundMe or anything like that? Why, why constitution DAO? That is a good question. I, I don't really know, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I think, well, one is crypto is cool now. DAOs are, are relatively new and interesting. They are all crypto people. Why not? Why not? Right? Mm. Um, and I think a, a second, a slightly more interesting part of it um, is that if you were in the DAO and, and if they had won, you, you, would, you would swap your, your ETH that you had contributed into what they call, they, they call people tokens. Mm. 
and you then have a voting right um, to you know decide where it should be displayed, how it should be displayed, whether you want to burn it into and make it an NFT, you know, what whatever, right? That's that's the that's the beauty of it. If you went to Kickstarter, you went to GoFundMe, you give them the funds, you have no say over it. So so it, it kind of went back to the whole, you know, direct democracy idea of, well, you can vote and you can choose. Of course, the, the, the people who started it have way more votes because they contributed way more money, but, oh, you have a say. You, it's, like, it's like voting in general elections, right? Every vote counts. No, for sure. Okay, wow, interesting. So think of it as like you're setting up a company to buy this thing, but you're using sort of the Ethereum and this decentralized version in, on, on the blockchain. To purchase yep. this constitution, yeah, and and I think the the, the company is is the right energy there, right? Like I uh, I was thinking about it as from my lawyer's perspective. I was like, <laughs> well, you know, there, there's a whole legal framework around companies, right? We we have had two hundred years to develop, yeah, two hundred plus years to develop the the concept of a limited liability company, mm. and and you know what shareholders' duties are, what directors' duties are. Um, you know how how they all interrelate, and every there's a whole framework around it. Um, here in a DAO, you have none of it, right? And, and I think people recognize that because what these people did um, was they had a DAO, right? And and it was the way they was run. But underlying the DAO was an actual company, so they had two leading members, two founders of the DAO, also incorporate a company in in Delaware, and. Essentially, that there was just this contractual arrangement that these two people will do whatever the DAO instructs them to do, and that's a contract, right? So you know, we 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 have this concept of a DAO, but we in the real world we still need a company, and I don't know if that works. To be honest, I think that there's a lot to um, unpack. So if there's any legal geeks out there that want to come and talk about it, please PM me, <laughs> right? And we, we, can, we can really talk for hours about this. It's, it's fascinating. No, definitely. Just, just, just intellectually for me, yeah. No, I think it's, it's really interesting. But I think where you're stemming at is, yes, it started here. Yes, we lost. Yes, they found this new way to effectively, you know, create this company with, with the decentralized uh, system through the blockchain. But what this signifies is that this could happen for multiple other things, not just to buy a constitution. You could yeah, do... And it is happening for multiple other things. Got it. Cool. Right. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating. And I think this is also crypto as a meme, right? It's, it's bringing more and more people into the ecosystem to, to educate them on what DAOs are, how to set up MetaMask and, and, you know, you, you, you create this hype and you make people FOMO just so that they are in the ecosystem and hopefully they start exploring from there. Right. It, it, it's the go-to market strategy for crypto. Ultimately, right. there's no product market fit. <laughs> they they have a product now. They are trying to find a market. So so you know, um, I, I think that you you will see a lot more of this. No, fair enough. Wow, interesting. It's my first time hearing of a DAO. So thanks so much for that, Anthony. Oh, yeah. Cool. All right. We I should set up a DAO too. We should. Well, we Just talked to about power a coin. From we talked about a whole other thing. <laughs> Why don't we set up a DAO? Actually, TFC should be a DAO. Yeah. Re- Reggie, um, you need to give us yes. like, voting rights. Thank you very much. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, I think that's the end uh, for this week. Hope you hope you coconuts were listening in, had fun. Again, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletters if you haven't. Uh, also, please feel free to join our Telegram group. And we will be running some polls. And any questions you have, we're more than happy to, to take that there as well. Thanks again. And we'll see you next week. Cool.
Bye. All right. See you. Take care, man. Stay safe. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me, Rakesh, and trust that you learned something today. If you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter, join our community Telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback. So share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks and stay safe.